Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, uh, we are going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino. Welcome back. Uh, we had him. Do we still have We We do have him. There we go. Welcome back. The big man out of Montreal, Edmonton sporting icon, former Oiler, former heavyweight champ of the National Hockey League, George LaRock. Hello, George. How you doing? Very good, Bob. How's everything on your side? It's going good. It's going good. I got two more shows, George. I've worked forty-nine straight weeks, and uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna take a week off at the end of July and a week off at the beginning of August. So uh, there you go. Uh, we're looking forward you to it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You well, deserve it. Yeah, you know what? I, it's a privilege to combine the two jobs of doing color for an NHL team and a good one. And to, to do this show on a daily basis, and 99% of the engagements with the fans are awesome. And I know you have that experience uh, in Montreal as well. Speaking of Montreal, uh, what's the perception of the fan base right now with general manager Kent Hughes and the moves that he made, uh, specifically at the NHL draft, when he uh, sort of maybe surprised people and took Slavkowski, number one, and then made the big deal to get Kirby Doc? To be honest with you, uh, me and a lot of people, we were hoping that he was going to get Slavkovsky because the team, they, need, they needed to bring size. And the team was so small. And I think Suzuki had something to do with it because he wanted a left winger. And playing Anderson, a right winger on the left, uh, it wasn't working. And, uh, you know, playing a skilled guy like that, playing the left with them, you got a first line with Cofield and Suzuki for the next 10 years. And the thing is, Montreal is lucky that two other teams passed on him. So it made it made them look good at the fact they did the homework and the fact that, you know, you're looking at this, they made the right decision. And you know, like the guy came in, he wants to prove something. He, he told the team that, you know, I'm, I know you guys are looking for a left winger to play with Suzuki and Cofield, take me. If you don't take me, I'm going to fill the net when I play against you. So, you know, he's cocky, but I like his confidence. So the fact with all this, when you're looking at this, the guy is ready to play, he's ready to come. And, and again, you know, the fact that Montreal made a deal for Kirby Dak, you know, to the center position. And now uh, there's really good chance that they're going to go get uh, to Dubois also. So, you know, Dubois wants to come to Montreal. They're working hard with the Jets. So Kirby Dak could be back in the move to go back to Winnipeg. We'll see. But I'm hearing that they're working really hard to get him. So at center position, they're really good. And now from a small team, having yeah. Anderson... Uh, having Sasovsky, like big guys like this, it makes a big difference. Well, George, you know I really like Kirby Doc, okay? Uh, I, I just look at the whole situation in Chicago. It's a mess. They sold, you know, they move out in, in the less than the, the last year, they've moved out a, a guy like Hagel, who exceeded expectations. Now, they got a good return on him. They got a couple number one picks and a couple prospects, but they move Hagel out. He's 24. Uh, they move out Doc. 
you know, he's, or, or, you know, he's he's 21, and then they move out to break at a 40 goal scorer. And for the life of me, I I could not figure out what like those to me should have been building blocks. I don't think it's the end of the world. I know the Dubois ultimately wants to end up in Montreal, and everybody thinks it's going to be Kirby Doc that gets flipped. Um, I think Kirby Doc's a pretty good player, George. No, no, he is a good player, and he's a big guy too. They wanted to be bigger up in the middle. And also, the only thing, though, that was questionable is the trade for Petrie. That people were kind of like, you want to get rid of his contract, you wanted something in exchange, and you go take Madison's contract. You know, Madison's a good B. Yes, Pittsburgh loved them, but the fact that they went to get him, um, I don't know if he's worth that much, but at least Petrie wanted to go in the States. He did. But, you know, it's a downgrade, obviously, to get Madison to the Petrie, because Petrie had, like, Almost like 35 points last year, and he didn't play. He didn't try. Madison, his best year was 30 points in his best season in the NHL. Petrie, in an environment he wants to be in, is a guy that could give you 50 points a year easy. But still, at least he's not there. They want players that want to be there. We'll see what's going to happen. They wanted some veteran for the young guys that are going to be there. But again, for the future, I think the team is good. Do they have a guy in Montreal, George, that's going to run the power play? Because Petrie spent some time on the power play. Yeah. Uh, Shea Weber, it used to be Shea Weber and Petrie sort of alternated before. Weber didn't play last year. Who's going to run the power play for the Canadians on the back end? Well, you know, they say that Madison is going to, you know, is going to have some minutes, depending how Goulet is playing this year. So Goulet is going to be there. Would he be good enough to be in a power play? We'll see. But, you know, they're going to try a lot of things because they can. There's no pressure on them making the playoff this year. So they're going to have fun, and uh, we'll see what's going to happen. We're joined by George LaRock. George, what's the latest on Carey Price? Uh, you know, the team, I, I'm hearing that the team, they wish that he would go on a long-term injured reserve and, you know, be off the hook uh, w- with a salary, right? But, you know, Bob, when there's 10 million good reasons to come back and play, now there's also report that the guy really wants to try again, and now he's going to come back healthy to start the season. The only thing is, uh, do I think Kerry's going to play a full year healthy? No, I don't think so. So, but again, you know, there's so much money on the table for him, right? Phoebe Towers now, then, you know, you throw away so much so much money, right? So that's why I think that he's going to try one more time because they were waiting before the draft. There's so many deadlines. They were hoping that he, would, he was going to tell them if yes or, yes or no, he was going to be out this year or no. But uh, we're hearing that he wants to try again, and then now they're, they're going to be in the hook for his salary. So it, it stopped them from making some, some, some addition they would want to make because of this contract. We're joined right now by uh, George LaRock, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. All right, George, uh, we know you uh, you love the Edmonton Oilers. You're a big fan of Edmonton's signing Evander Kane. All he did was score 35 goals in 58 games. Uh, he was pretty good as an Oiler, 13 goals in the playoffs. Edmonton got Kane done on a four-year deal at $5.125 million. They brought back Kulak, who was terrific for them, at two point seven five. Uh, and they signed Jack Campbell in goal. Give me your assessment on Ken Holland's body of work. Okay, so to start with uh, Kane, obviously $5 million a year for a guy that is close to a point of game is a good bargain. I just hope that Kane is going to play like the same guys that was playing when it was his last chance and his contract was up and needed it to sign another deal. I hope he's not going to sit comfortable with a three-year extension and be the same guy as last year. I hope that he will be, and I don't see why he wouldn't, because he sees the second chance, so hopefully he's the same player we saw last year. The biggest upgrade, that, and we've talked about it so much, it's Campbell. 
Campbell is an upgrade. Finally, we got a goalie that we can win with. What's crazy about Campbell, which I don't understand, is the fact that the Leafs let him go to get Matt Murray that he's done. That's the end of their GM. The GM in Toronto is over. It's finished. This move is going to define his career as a GM in Toronto. Because Matt Murray, since his father passed away, he's never been the same player. How could you think you improve the back end with a goalie? You give him the same money. You give it to Matt Murray other than Campbell. Campbell should have stayed there. He was a really popular guy in the, in the Leaf dressing room. The guys, they loved him. In Edmonton, the players are going to love him. They're going to love because every teammate loved him. He's a team player. He works hard, and he's good. And that's an upgrade. And now I'm sure that the McDavid dry saddle were like, finally, we have a good goalie now. And, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, I know he's not, he's no Dominic Kasek, Patrick Wall. That era, that era is gone. But last year with Koskinen and Smith, Smith did what he could, but he's too old. He can't carry the team like, like he did last year, but we had no other choice. So I think that the back end now is solved, like the goalie at least. And, you know, there's a couple little things to do again. To, you always try to improve your team, but at least it's a right step in the right direction. I'm excited. We're joined right now by George LaRock. George, uh, you know, the game's changed. The Oilers do have Evander Kane and they have Darnell Nurse. They want those guys playing. Um, you know, they moved a couple picks off to divest themselves of Zach Haskins cap space. Are you concerned that the Oilers don't have enough bite in their lineup? Well, you know, with, with Kane, it's good because Kane, that's what he brings, right? So, and he's tough as now. So with that, it's good. And you, you know that also that Dalnal Nurse is tough too, you know, as a D-man. He was the toughest guy in the league. So game has changed a lot. Speed and stuff is what kills the other team. But, but again, you know, you look at the grid that they have. Um, you know, you want to have grid that, that could play also. I think with Kane and, and Nurse, it's good enough. And again, the team, the Oilers, they have some big players. Rice Idol is a big guy. You know, McDavid is so fast, nobody can hit him. So, you know, I think they're okay. They're fine in that way. And actually, one thing that I was laughing about, we could forget about the Battle of Alberta. They're done. My God. Like, I was so happy. Goudreau, nobody understand what happened. He had a cramp in his brain, whatever. It goes to Columbus. Nobody, nobody thought it was going to happen. Can you believe that, now, George? Like nobody, Columbus? Why Columbus? My cousin, Johnny Grampier, works for the team. And he was so surprised. He was like, oh, my God, is it Christmas? <laughs> Nobody understands why you went there. Like, uh, th- what, the guy wants to enjoy, like, every year he wants to enjoy a non-playoff team to, to enjoy his money on vacation? Like, I don't understand. And, and the fact that on top of that, because they couldn't keep him, now Kachuk is gone? Kachuk is leaving? My God. We're going to hear flies now in the, in the stadium when we play Calgary. I, you know what? Have, I would not. No team. I would have not. No team. We got to wait and see what how Calgary replaces Goodrow and, and Kachuk. I mean, a lot of people think there's a deal with St. Louis and Cairo's going to come in and maybe they get a, you know, who knows? I mean, Calgary or St. Louis was trying to move uh, or at least taking calls on Tory Krug during the offseason as well, George. We'll, we'll see what ends up transpiring for the. I would not rule out a Daryl Sutter coach team. The guy's well, a good. Well, well, the guy's a yeah, good coach. Yeah, Bob, He's won cups. Bob, I know what you're going to say right now. Do you think he played a factor in Johnny Goodrow leaving? Bob, think about that though. Replacing Goudreau and Kachuk. You told me Kairou. Are you kidding me? Goudreau and Kachuk. They have over a hundred points this year. How many guys had a hundred points in NHL this year? Not you a lot, George. Like you like, can't replace those two guys. And Kachuk brings 
Like, look what he did to the Oilers. Like, he drove everybody mad. When he's going to be gone, I think that Connor is going to, he's going to pay his cab. He's going to play his move. He'll be so happy that he's gone. That guy is pain in the butt the way that he plays. He plays like, he's so physical. He's so, he's on, he gets on your skin and he puts points on the board. And he's gone. Man, Calgary, like, they're going to try to do whatever they can. They'll have money to get some guys, but forget it, man. I don't know how they're going to be able to replace these guys and do as good as they did last year. And Marstrom probably regret the fact that he went to Calgary instead of signing in Edmonton. <laughs> well, a lot of Oilers fans, uh, you know, are, are pretty happy that Edmonton ended up getting Jack Campbell. I mean, that line for Calgary last year, 340 goal scores. Goodrow had 40, Kachuk had 42, and Lindholm had 42. They still have Manjapani. He had 35. So they're going to have two of those four guys. But they're, they're yeah. a lot. We'll see. Cairo Head was a 70-point guy last year, George. He's a pretty good player. Uh, yeah. But there's no question you know, you you were in Edmonton when the Oilers, you know, they couldn't keep uh, Bill Guerin and Doug Wade. It was different. They didn't have the money to keep them. There was no salary cap in the National Hockey League, George, at that time. And those guys in Guerin and Wade, they did not ask to be traded. They were comfortable playing in it. You were teammates with those guys. They were they were okay being Oilers, weren't they? No, it, it was perfect. They loved it. And Guerin was sad when he got traded. It's just that uh, you were competing in an era that, you know, we didn't have as much money as the big market team, but we're competing with the big market team, even though we're a fourth-line team, everybody's playing so hard, Oilers hockey, and we never use as a reason that we, didn't, we, we couldn't, you know, afford to have big players to win. We find ways to win. Yeah, the, one year that we, the one year we invest in a player, we made it to the Stanley Cup final. So that shows you that if we had a bit more money a couple of years before, you know, what could have happened? You know, we don't know, but everybody loved playing Edmonton. It was awesome. And, you know, the fans were so good. Edmonton is so, such a great city to play hockey. And also, there's no distraction. There's not much distraction outside of hockey. So, you know, the guys, when they play here, they, they could really focus on hockey. Yeah. Because, you know, like big, big, big city like Montreal, New York, there's so much distraction outside that some guys, Montreal got in trouble because of that. But in Edmonton, when it's minus 40, you just focus on playing hockey. You don't focus on anything else, which is perfect. Uh, by the way, George, uh, it should be stated, Matthew Kachuk scored a hat-trick in game one against the Oilers. He was pretty quiet the final four games. Do you think Evander Kane played a factor in that? I mean, you got to be on the ice to get in the guy's grill, and Kane was playing a lot with McDavid and Dreisaitl against the Flames' top line. The moment that Kachuk went to Evander Kane and Amelie, and he told them, you want some money? It was done. It was over. Kane brought it up. He's like, yeah, that's how he's going to be. He kind of had a mission, and then he proved them wrong. He outshined Kachuk. Simple as that. He outshined the $10 million player that he's soon to be, and he's only making half of them. He's going to be making half his salary this year. If he told me between the two which one was better, well, Kane was way better than him. Yeah. George, one final one for you. It's a bit of an off-speed pitch. Uh, So, off-season training... Which former teammate of yours was an absolute beast in the gym and was got into it early and just was off the charts in certain terms of their level of conditioning? Uh, Jason Chimara. Jason Chimara was a machine. He, he was a cardio machine. Like I think his VO2 was like VO2 was like seventy. He was he was insane. I've never seen anything like it and stuff. And uh, genetic wise and stuff, he was he was unreal. I, I, and also, you know how fast that he was, right? He was fast. He died to be with and stuff. But VO two and stuff, he's the one that would crush it every year. You know what? He uh, he also 
it, towards the end of his time with the Oilers, he, he fought a bit too. Like he, he wasn't a great fighter, but he wasn't timid. He wasn't scared. He was willing to go. Yeah, and no, he's a, he, was a, he was a true team player. I love playing with him. Yeah, uh, great guy. He played, he, he played in my office in the fourth line, and he had my approval to go around and, and hit around. <laughs> and then you'd go and clean up the mess? Uh, yeah, exactly. But often, I didn't have to clean anything because uh, guys, they just, oh, no, oh, God, I don't want to deal with George. Okay, I'll let Jason hit me. So it was fine. <laughs> All right, George. Awesome yeah. stuff. Hey, thanks for doing the show, George. Anytime, brother. And, uh, you know, enjoy your vacation. If I don't talk to you before, and I'll talk to you again when you get back. There you go. That is George LaRock, Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality. It is 122 in Edmonton. We'll get to some of your texts when we return. So, hey, you heard George. I mean, Kachuk's going to get $10 million and maybe. I mean, maybe it ends up being 8 or 9 Kane, 5.125 on a four-year deal. Would you rather have Kachuk or would you rather have Kane? Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You're listening to Winners Now. It is 124 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Derek Scott and Brendan Escott, and this is Oilers Now. A reminder, all season long, the Oilers Now injury report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown at James H. Brown was a uh, two-time CFL All-Star with the then-named Edmonton Eskimos. Of course, he won a great cup in 1993. I would assert you he was probably the best football player produced out of the University of Alberta over the last 35-plus years. James H. Brown, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. It's this simple. James H. Brown, they're the best. And we should tell you the vehicle pipeline is moving. And our friends at Brent Ridge Ford have a few new units in stock. More on the way. You can check in with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang to see if they got the right vehicle for you. If not, they can still order one to the exact specifications that you want. But hurry, the order bank's getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you purchase a vehicle and get outstanding service, call the team at Brent Ridge Ford, 1-877-477-4. That's 1-877-477-3673. Brent Ridge Ford your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Special shout-out at this time to Al, who is uh, making his way west on Highway 16. He is uh, roaring in Edson and hearing the mighty 630 chat on the airwaves, so that's good. My experience has been I could get Chad all the way to just outside of Jasper on a good note, especially at night, a little more difficult during the day. I know that a number of years ago, the Oilers development camp was in Jasper, and Brendan Ulrich was uh, producing this show with me, and we decided to take uh, a road trip. We did the show uh, noon to two, drove to Jasper, got there in time for the 6 o'clock puck drop for the Billy Morris Cup, uh, stayed and had a couple pops with some folks after, and then uh, drove back to Edmonton at midnight, uh, left uh, Jasper at midnight, got into uh, the 630 Jet Studios at uh, 3 in the morning, and ended up, uh, boom, back in here the next day to host the show. It was awesome. That's all part of it, man. That's why you love doing it. I asked you on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, would you rather have uh, Evander Kane or Matthew Kachuk? And remember... You do have to figure in price points. So let's just, uh, for you know what's and giggles, assume that Matthew Kachuk is going to get at least $9 million per season. Uh, Vander Kane's on uh, the next four years of his deal at 5.25. Who? 5.125. Uh, you tell me who you would rather have. Again, you can text us 780 496 0063. Logan says, 
Bob Kane all the way. Gordon says Kane, because uh, Matthews starts to run around but won't back it up, but Kane will drop the gloves. That one comes to us from Gordon. Again, Matthew Kachuk has fought a lot over the last couple of seasons in the uh, National Hockey League. Uh, Haji says, Bob, considering Kachuk's last season, he'll be looking for 10-plus for eight years, which is a franchise player figure. Is there really a large market for Kachuk at that price for that long? Uh, unfortunately for him, the cup is stagnant. Uh, the cap is stagnant for another couple of years. I look at Kane's contract versus what Kachuk is seeking, and Trey Living may not have the bargaining power that uh, is intimated to exist. Interesting. I just look at Saint. I keep looking at St. Louis. Doug Armstrong gets stuff done. He, you know, there were surprising calls on a guy like Krug. They just signed him out of uh, out of Boston. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Bob, Kachuk is going to get close to the combined salaries of Kane and Hyman. I think we all know who's getting a great deal. That one comes to us from uh, uh, Jay. Uh, KS says, Bob, I'd like to get both EK and MT. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Uh, Ray says, Bob, Vander Kane over Turtlechuck. Even at the same pay, hands down. Well, the thing is, it's going to be at half the pay. Uh, so keep that in mind. Short term, I take Kane. Long term, I choose Kachuk. Younger with bigger growth potential. Again, you got to factor in the dollars in that equation. 129 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.